0: Blue Fans TV for the fans by the fans
1: and welcome to Sky Blue Fans TV. I'm Milesy. E. Yes, I'm back in my bar, in my back garden. Not Tenerife, honest. It's not Tenerife. But uh, yeah, thought I'd uh, do the show this evening. We've got a really exciting show for you. Later on, we've got a little Watford fan coming on to have a little chat about this weekend's game. And also, we've got a couple of guests coming waiting in the wings for us now, uh, which will bring them straight in. But first, just want to say a big thank you to Mr View Sky for the intro video again. He does it every, every single week for us, gives us the old uh, videos for the old intros. And I've got a little surprise for you coming up just after the break at eight o'clock. A real nice surprise for you. Taking the years right back, way, way, way back. And uh, we've got a little bit of a... Spot the ball coming up and a little quiz question coming along the bottom. So uh, very, very shortly. So uh, with no further ado, let's get our guests in here. Uh, First of all, uh, he's he's always coming on. He comes on when England are playing in the World Cup, in the Euros. And um, he's got the little one off to bed nice and early tonight. Let's introduce uh, Mr. CJ Joyner. Good evening, CJ. Good evening, Miles. All good, mate? All good?
2: Yeah, very good.
1: Good. How how how's getting there now? All good. Yeah, yeah, it got me hair back. So yeah,
2: yeah. bet oh, yeah. that
3: was nice, wasn't it? Don't let Watching it grow. That for the first time.
2: <laughs> yeah, cracked open that shampoo for the
1: first time. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant stuff. Love it. Absolutely love it. And we have got. Where is he? Where's he gone? Oh, he's here. He's outside the shop. Ken Stewart. Good evening, <laughs> good, Ken. Good evening. How are we? All right. Oh, all good, mate, all good. Uh, how's the new superstore, all right? Uh, very good, very good. I'm
4: outside here now. There's been all sorts of people here today. There's Mark Robbins and a few of the players. And uh, I just had a little chat with Doug King, but he didn't give me any information about any any transfers impending. He did say he's hoping to get a couple in the door. And that's all he'd say. So, um,
1: yeah, all good, mate. And the store looks brilliant.
4: It looks fantastic. Uh, good, well, we've got, got some photos.
1: Yeah, yeah, we've got some photos. So, uh, we'll show them a little bit later on. and. We have got a real special guest. I'm so chuffed with this one. Um, we got we got a writer who's uh, just bought out a book. Uh, I'm just <coughs> sneaking over this way because I've got everything written down here. Uh, when the Sky uh, Was Blue, and it's Rich Chamberlain. Good evening, Rich Chamberlain.
0: Evening, chaps. Oh. You are right.
1: Good evening, Rich. Yeah. Brilliant, Rich. Brilliant. Thanks for coming on, mate. By the way, yeah, thanks can, for I having just, me. can I just say a big thank you for introducing us in your book?
0: No problem at all.
1: It's fantastic. <laughs> well, as I was saying to, to just off air, I'm not I'm not a brilliant reader. So today at uh, work, the, the um, Microsoft has been reading the book to me. And the first page, or I think it was second page, it you Sky Blue Fans that's TV. Awesome. And yeah. out, out of all all the podcasts, out of all of them, we're first. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's <laughs>
3: the problem. <laughs>
1: Brilliant stuff. Now, listen, right? we'll come to the book in just a minute. But first of all, we're going to do this every Thursday night now. We've got spot the ball. Now, during the night, send me your answers. Uh, we're going to put your name. You're going to put your name down on here on this little piece of paper. And you can only pick one ball. You can't have two goes. You can't have three goes. This is for everyone that's watching and for for CJ, Rich and Ken. Um, so you have a go. No one got it last week. So, we've still got a couple of prizes to give away. And I think we're going to add each week another prize. So, the prize, it could be like Cracker Jack and you end up having a big, you know, big big <laughs> arms full of, of prizes. So, we've got, we've got a couple of prizes to give away tonight. So, this is a picture from last week's game at Sunderland from Block 15. Where's the ball? Get your guesses in. There you are. There's, there's, your, there's your numbers. 1 to 14. So, little Number nine. Have a, little look number nine. have a look at that. Ken saying number nine. Okay, Ken's saying number nine.
3: Mm,
1: I think CJ, nine. what do you reckon? I was thinking ten, from,
2: from where the number... centre are looking.
1: Okay, number ten. Yeah. And Rich, Rich what, what do you reckon, mate?
0: Oh, I'll go eight, please.
1: Number eight for Rich. Mm, okay, that's fair, so that's down there now. Brilliant. Yeah, loving it, loving it. So, yeah, we're going to do this every week. It's a little bit of fun. Um, Absolutely loving it Claudio's coming here uh, Has put number 10 Uh, Sky Blue Hub have put number 11 Uh, Wayne Vaughan's put number 10 Julie Thomas number uh, 7 And what's that Jamie fan for Life number 4 Oh it's all going It's all going This is brilliant Love it I tell you what I love this section of the show It's just so cool man Um, It it was great because It was uh, Ken O'Connor who comes on here Give us the idea and uh, we just thought we'd, we'd roll with it. And it is a good laugh, isn't it? So, yep, we the uh, There you go. We'll bring that back up very shortly again. So, let's get on to the book then, shall we? Um, when the is blew, so how did this all come about, Rich? What, what made you decide to write this book?
0: Um, it was it was last easter um i just had the idea uh, i'm a i'm a teacher i'm a primary school teacher now but before that i was a i was a journalist and um i'd always had this thought i wanted to do something COV related um and i, so I just it never i'd never really managed to make anything work and then i just had this idea cuz i was thinking back about the Premier League years and um, you 92-93 know, that was the f- our first game I went to was uh, when we, we lost against Wimbledon Highfield Road. Um, so I just started thinking about those years really and um, thinking back I just thought to myself I think I really took them for granted because because that was when I came into supporting Cobb I just thought well we'll always be there, we'll always have these kind of great players and obviously as we've found that's been the case, has it, for quite a long time. So, I just thought, kind of, I'd like to go back and relive those years a little bit, reevaluate them, and kind of take, just have another look at them and uh, appreciate them a bit more. So, um, I just started, but I didn't want it to be just like my thoughts, because really, you know, who, who cares <laughs> what I had to, my memories of it or what I had to say. So, I wanted to go back and talked to as many of the players and the managers and the people you know, the key people. So I just started reaching out over the first of of social Media and a few came back pretty quickly. Um David Thompson John Skelarco, uh, Jonathan Gould, you know, these kind of guys came back pretty quick. So I just thought oh, i just I'll just give it a go. And you know, I didn't tell them that I haven't got any kind of book deal at this point or I haven't got any interest. you know, no one's shown any interest. I've just had this idea and I'm just going with it. Um, but I just went with it. I started doing the interviews, and as it went on, I thought it and, you know, I've got something to to go with here. I was just doing it for my own interest to start with, but then it just it kind of went from there. I mean,
1: how, how did you? Um, how did you get get in touch with the players? How, how did you get in touch with them to to get the? Um... You know, to get them to come towards you and, and come and have a chat with you. I mean, how did that all come about? Because I mean, we find it hard enough to get players on here and things like that, ex players. Yeah. So, how, how how did it all work for you? How how did you manage to get all of it? Because what I've heard so far of the book, or read, well, meant to have read, but the as I say, it read it out to me. Um, it, it's it's real good insight because you've spoken to like Paul Williams and things like that. I mean, it's it's just the flying postman. I mean, that that's. Brilliant. So how did it all happen?
0: It was just, I mean, it started, uh, it was literally just on Twitter, just tweeting, you know, messaging players or Instagram or, um, you know, that's how it, how it first started. And then I found once you get one, then they start, you know, it has a bit of a domino. But I remember Huckabee said, um, I told him that I, who, who I was kind of trying to talk to. And he said, well, if you if you get Stalarker and you get Richard Shaw, then I'll do it as well. So then I went and got those two and then come back and a lot of done it, you know. And then he then he kind of got on board and then from Huckabee, it's easier to get to Dublin or get to Whelan. and you know it was a lot of this and it was also um, Ed Ed Blackaby the uh, the former Players Association was a massive help with just getting messages out to people. He uh, helped with some of the early ones as well, uh, guys who were a bit harder to get Robert Rosario or, you know, these kind of guys that were, had gone a bit more underground almost, you know, um, some of the earlier nineties kind of guys. Um, And then someone like, you know, it got to the point where I thought I've got a good, some good stuff here, but I need it. I thought if I'm going to make it work, I need some of the big, the big names as well. And I had some good names already, Mm. but, uh, two that were real turning points for me was Gordon Strachan and Ron Atkinson. And um Gordon Strachan, I, I'd interviewed Gavin, his, his son, and I just texted him and I, I thought this was a bit cheeky, but I just texted him saying, I'd love to talk to your dad about, about this. You know, has he got like an agent or something, uh, who I could contact? And um he texted me back saying, oh, here's his number, you know, just text him. So I was a little bit I as Gordon Strachan, you know. <laughs> Um But I text him on a like a Sunday morning and got to Sunday evening and he hadn't replied and I thought, oh, he's probably not into this. Um, but he was he messaging me back the Sunday night saying, yeah, yeah, I'd love to do it. You know, which I was a bit surprised because I thought I've not heard him talk loads and loads about his time at Cobb. I know that obviously with the relegation, I, I didn't know if he'd want to talk about it, but, but he did. And that was, that was a really big one. And then Big Ron, I tried to get Big Ron through. Uh, through Twitter, but I thought, well, it's probably not him actually managing the Twitter. It's probably an agent or someone. And I've tried his agent, but again, that was more for like, you know, booking for him for events and things. So I didn't get anywhere with that. But I thought, I I I think I know which city he lives in. So I Googled Ron Atkinson, name of the city that I thought he lived in, and um, loads of things came up. And one of them was like a news story and it said like ron atkinson of oh, and then the name of a street I'll, I'll google the name of this street so google the name of the street and um i thought there's some big houses there i thought big ron if he lives he probably lives in somewhere like this so i know this sounds like dorker now but i um i wrote him a letter and i just said who i was what i was doing and uh, put my details and i just put in the, on the envelope ron atkinson just the name of this tree i couldn't put a number because i didn't know the number the name of the city and i posted it thinking there's no way i'm ever going to hear anything back from this, unless it's like a restraining order or something um and then i was at work i was teaching and i was on my lunch it's about three days later and i looked at my phone uh, at lunch and um i had a voicemail I thought, oh, who's, who's rang me and uh it was uh oh hi rich this is ron atkinson um i hear you want to talk to me um, he said, here's my number. Um, try me. You might reach me. You might not. It's potluck. And then he went and I put the phone down and the kids just started come, coming back into class. Oh, I want to go and ring Ron Atkinson. You know, I've got to go and teach double science or something. So I got to the end of the day, rang him and he was great. He was on the phone for about an hour or so. Um, and the thing with Big wrong was he could just remember everything, you know, He's, he's getting on in 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 years. Uh, bless him. But you know, he remembered every game. He remembered every goal scorer. He remembered the minutes of the goals. He, I couldn't believe he could just he just knew it all. And um, so yeah, those those two were absolutely massive. Um, and yeah, like I say, a lot of it was just building on. You get one, and then it leads you on to another one. Um, but, yeah, I just just kept going with it as well. Um, you know, I got I did get to the point where. I thought, um, I thought to myself, I think I've got it now. I think I've got, I was waiting for Dion and I managed to get hold of Dion and spoke to him. And then I thought, I think I've done it now. Um, I thought, but I'll just give it one more go. Just send out, you know, one more chase to these guys. And, I, and then in that last week, I managed to get uh, Whelan, Oggy, uh, Peter and Love and Robbie Keane, which <laughs> the last, I'd nearly given up, you know. <laughs> So then to get those for as well. It just it, it just went way beyond what I thought it was ever going to be. To be honest,
1: yeah. I mean, having all those, having all those guests and all those players. I mean, it must have felt like it was like a, a massive jigsaw puzzle mm. um, and trying to put it all together. How, how did you figure out where to start and where to end it? I mean, obviously you got the years, but I mean, yeah. having spoken to all those people, it must have been mind-boggling of which order to do it all in
0: yeah so i think i ended up with about 50 interviews that i did um and yeah i've kind of the ones so I'd, uh, whoever it was you know someone like richard Shaw, obviously he was there for quite a few years but i I talked to them all about the whole time i didn't just like think, oh i've talked to him about 1996 or whatever so i got i got everything i could and then um just wrote it all up transcribed all the interviews and then i just have like a word document for each season, and I just started getting the quotes. Okay, these quotes have relate to 1995, 96, whatever. So I just pe- copy and pasted everything for each uh, season into a word document from all the different players. And then I kind of my background is in magazines, and for the magazines that I've worked on, you had like a if you it was, it was music magazines. So if you had a band on the cover of the uh, cover of the magazine, you were looking at about like five or six thousand words story, so I treated each chapter as kind of like kind of like that. I'm, like, I'm aiming for about six thousand words on each season, um, and I just started then kind of filtering out any bits that were repeated or um, you know thinking w- what the key bits were. And really, I wanted the, that to be the what drove the book really the the interviews. I didn't want it to be lots of me talking. I wanted to to be, you know, I wanted it to be Gordon Stracken's memories of the time or, you know, Dion or Oggy or whatever. So that was kind of how it came together. It, did, it came together pretty quickly, to be honest, after that. I, mean, I started in that first email in at Easter last year. The book was picked up by the publisher in the in June and then I finished it by about December. So a lot of that time as well was like the chasing up of the, of the players because some Some did take some some chasing. And and it's one of those where, you know, obviously for me, this was like my whole focus of everything. Whereas for them, it's obviously not. They've got a million other things going on. But for me, you know, I was waking up at two in the morning thinking, has Julian Darby texted me back? Or have I got an email from Willie Boland or something? Which I realise is probably not a sentence that most people would say. But um, that was kind of where I got to. And it just completely took over that. Um, you know, I do kind of wish that I could go back and do it again knowing that I was gonna get all of these different players, because at the time it was I was kind of stressing thinking, oh well if I don't get Huckabee or if I don't get Dublin or if I don't get whoever, but I wish I could go back and do it again knowing that I did yeah. manage to get the vast majority of them. But yeah, that's kind of how it how it all came about and how it came together.
1: Brilliant. I, I absolutely love it. Now listen, we're gonna carry on in just a second. I just wanna put spot the ball back up. Uh, so we've got spot the ball, guys. Uh, which number is it? Get, you, get your numbers down. We've got some prizes to give away. And um, we had two prizes last week. I think we're going to add to that, aren't we, Ken? So, uh, you know, you're yeah. going to get three, three prizes now. So uh, give us a spot the ball. Give us a number. You have one. Go at it. You've got to stick with that one number. We'll come straight back to Rich in just a sec. So is it number one? Is it number three? Is it 13? I don't know. Give us a, give us a, you know, give, just give us your guess. Get it in there. We'll get you down. If you get it right, we'll pick a number at the end of the uh, show. If there's more than one of you get it right, and uh, you could win some Skybury Fantasy TV merchandise. So let's get back to uh, Rich. And uh, Rich, when you started this book, was it? Was this when you? So the beginning of it, I think it was uh, '88. You started the book from, wasn't it, John Sulit era? Is that is that when you started following the Sky Blues? Is that is that why you started at that point?
0: Yeah. So for me, um, I kind of started 1993. Wow. So I wanted it to be the the Premier League years, but I wanted to do like a little chapter before the first chapter, almost of like the years that ran up to it. So yeah, I did kind of from after from yeah from eighty eight to ninety two, just as a bit of a um, you know a quick kind of here's what led us to ninety two to the to the to the you know first Premier League season. But yeah that was I think it January ninety three was that Wimbledon game that I went to the first game. So I think I was kind of seven then. Um so that was the first game I went to and then you know that's where I kinda of got into and I was just obsessed. I know as we all are, but I think at that point, you know when kind of seven i guess whatever it would have been 14 15 when we were relegated those years i was just the mo was just the biggest nerd for the whole premier League it was i was obsessed with you know the whole thing um so they, yeah that was when i was you know just getting into football
1: yeah now i mean what what shocked me was where you started the book off and, and you've spoken to Stuart Linnell and, and things like that uh, who's a good friend of ours he's been on our show good evening Stuart if you're watching um you, you mentioned about how they they um sat um, jo- uh, John Sullick and he was ill in bed mm. so was it was it was it Stuart that told you that
0: yeah and then a couple of the players had mentioned that as well um I spoke to a guy from that time Mickey Dean and um, there's a few that i've kind of spoken to and yeah they said you know how he said oh, i've been very well i been very well treated considering what had come before and then moving into then terry butcher which he didn't work particularly well um and then back, back to bobby a uh, big character uh, for the start of the premier league
1: i mean that that when when you mentioned bob you've just mentioned bobby and our you know i i think they said that something along the lines that you didn't have a big budget to go and spend so he he went out and got players from the lower leagues like he did in his first spell i mean that that must have been fascinating to hear how how he found john john williams and mm-hmm. uh, stuart pierce um, yeah. uh, i mean i mean t- tell us that bit about bobby when he went to see stuart pierce
0: Oh, the, the story from, from his first time about when, um, took his wife and he said, he'll take you out for dinner. And it was, oh, I'll take you out. It wasn't yeah. out for dinner. It was out to watch a football match, go and watch Stuart Pearce. Um, and I think he, he stayed for about 10 minutes, saw Pearce uh, put in a, a, a tasty challenge on, on the winger and thought, yeah, it'll do for me. And off he went and they signed in the next week. So, you know, talking to Bobby, he's just, such sort of, yeah. put this larger than life kind of character with it. You know there a few of the players mentioned about. I'd read in, I think it was in Bobby's book. I've read about um, the, the, one of the ways that he solved um, problems with you know players weren't getting on. He'd tell them just you know get everyone kind of round in the circle. The two lads who were having a disagreement, you go in the middle, have a bit of a wrestle, and um, and you'll figure it out. And then I asked a few players about that, and um, I think it was Tony Sheridan and, and Willie Boland said. Yeah, he, he did do that. He said, you know, he did it once. The lads got in there and they kinda of bottled it and said, oh, I think we'd we'll, you know, we'll just shake hands <laughs> and off they went. So, you know, these things about Bobby that he was obviously a very um unusual character, uh, even even by those you know, by those days. Um, but he was, you know, loved the club clearly and and did a good job, you know, and obviously then it it was it was really interesting getting into the stories and then you're hearing about you know, Bobby's time and there were players like Robert Rosario, like John Williams, who just could not speak more highly of him. And then, you know, with everyone, there's a few who, who didn't, who weren't quite so keen. Um, you know, Stuart Robson was one who um, wasn't so keen on Bobby and Neil and hearing his side of things and how he, his disagreements and all of that. And, you know, it was just so interesting yeah. to kind of get, to get the stories.
1: Yeah, I mean, is there anything in? Is there anything that's not in the book that you weren't able to put in that you could share with
3: us?
1: I
0: don't think there was too much. Um, no, I don't think. I don't think that every, To be honest, <laughs> everyone was very positive. Everyone was so positive about the club and. You know, the vast majority of the players I spoke to would say it was the best time of my career. You know, I know Dion gets a lot of stick for what you know for going to Villa, but even you know he raved about his time at the club. Um You know, and that's the thing I, with the ball. I wanted to be the story from the players, so it, it I guess it is quite positive in its, in its tone, even though there were moments that weren't weren't they weren't always great. But um there's a lot of kind of positivity from the players um and, the, and you know and the, obviously the managers at, at the time so yeah there's, there's, there's a lot of that a lot of that team spirit and how well that group particularly kind of 95 to like 90, 98 how well they all got on um so yeah no there's, there's nothing not not too many that were left out
1: and, and what about the, the, the best character that you interviewed who 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 was your favourite of all of them? I mean, I, I know they're all they're all brilliant. I mean, I remember, I remember doing um, uh, when Roy wagley and Kobe Jones was there. I, I see that you interviewed Kobe Jones. Yeah. Um, I I did their Christmas party one year, DJed and did a karaoke at their Christmas party, and uh, Kobe Jones, wagley and all that were there, and it was just it was just fantastic. So for you to interview those sort of players, who who who's, who was your favourite, or did you just love them all?
0: I, I did love them all, to be honest, and it was one of those I had to kind of pinch myself a little bit, um, you know, get, getting all these hearing all these guys we've gone to see, you know, for years. Um, a few, you know, Robert Rosario was amazing, and he was such a lovely guy, and he's been, you know, he's emailed since, he's been really supportive. But he was, he was great. You know, there's the obvious big characters like Mickey Quinn. Uh, Robbie Keane was amazing to, to get Dion Hookerby, you know, all of these guys. Um, a couple that perhaps I didn't know what to expect. Tron Stoltbert was hilarious. I had no idea that he was going to be so great. But he was brilliant. You know, he was say, telling me things. He was he came out with a few great stories. Um, you know, he said about how um, in uh, his first season he said he found it really difficult to understand Gordon Strachan you know he said I had to learn English the hard way through Gordon Strachan uh, and he said but by the second season Strachan would always they'd have like little five-star games or whatever he said Strachan would always pick Soltman on his team um, and he said so much so that he, he just got to know his you know really get to know him well and he said it got to the second season he said Dion according to him and he said Tron what's he saying you know and he'd be translating for Dion what, uh, what Strachan was saying um, you know, and he said that um they, they called Tolkbeck, they called him uh Stracken's son. And he said they'd get to five side games and Dion Dion would just say, Tron, just go and stand with your dad. You know, because he'd always pick him on his team. So things like that that I just had no idea that Tolkbeck he'd be such a great character. Um yeah. but yeah, there was a few like that that I wasn't sure. Simon Howard as well, I've got to mention, who obviously wasn't here for very long. Um, came from Cardiff you know he was one who I didn't he's not in the book loads there's only a little bit about his time at the club in the book but in terms of his story he just spoke about you know the fact that he came over as like a, kind of a 19 year old you know from Cardiff moving to Coventry his, his dad had passed away uh, his mum didn't drive he didn't drive And he said he came from a council estate in Cardiff and was just told, you know, oh, there's a housing estate over there in Coventry. Go and, you know, buy yourself a house and just get on with it. And just hearing his kind of story and those kind of stories, Cedric Roussel was another one who had, you know, these kind of, the Kobe Jones as well, these players who moved and were just left to get on with it, really, in a way that wouldn't happen now. And that was really interesting, hearing about that kind of thing. Um, Cedric Roussel, as well, obviously, mentioned in there... um, was such a, was so lovely. Um, you know, the book, it had already all gone to press when Cedric passed away, but I, I would like to kind of dedicate it to him, really, because, you know, I've got great memories of watching him. He was such a lovely guy and he spoke so warmly about the club and he spoke with a lot of excitement about how he wanted to come back kind of this season, get to, to the ground and see a game. And, you know, it, it was... Um, terrible news that, that came across in the summer but yeah lots of these guys were but they were just great you know it was all like i said it just went way beyond what you know what i was expecting you
1: no know, i'd be starstruck i know that i know i know the i know cj and uh ken would be as well now listen we'll come straight back in just a sec let's ping spot the ball up um here we go On, nearly clicked the wrong button again then um pick your number give us <laughs> give us a guess you can win some prizes uh, number one to four2 this is a picture that was taken from singer's corner last week against Sunderland um, so pick pick your number you can win some prizes tonight get it down and uh, you can um, you know have a little go and we've got some prizes to give you uh this evening later up on the show we've got uh, some snippets of the new club shop ken has been there this evening um and before that we're just gonna have a quick short ad break I would straight with a nice rise straight after
0: Sky Blue Fans TV for the fans by the fans
1: Welcome back to Scrobbly Fans TV. I'm Milesy. We've got CJ Joyner with us. We've got Ken Stewart. And we've got Rich Chamberlain, the author of When the Sky Was Blue. Now, listen, I've got a little bit of a surprise for you all. Um, We're going to try and put this bit in every Thursday night, round about eight o'clock, just to uh, go back in time when things were slightly different at Highfield Road. Um, And I hope you'll all remember this one. This is... I, I love this one because I remember sitting uh in the main stand downstairs in front of those <laughs> weird boxes so uh, we're going to put this little clip on for you courtesy of mr few sky um, if you haven't seen him he's on youtube he's on twitter and uh, he's got all old people. here's one boy, I like, absolutely minutes long
5: provinterest free kick to be taken by stuart pierce who was playing in the alliance league just a couple of months back looking for the tall figure of dave bamba number nine little gibson is there and a good effort and Grobelaar didn't hold it and he held this up, one he didn't, it's there and Plattner got in to score Grobelaar in despair Terry Gibson caused the first concern Grobelaar didn't hold his shot in came Nicky Plattner. got a jab on it it hit the goalkeeper and it rolled yes he went his head to it as well over the line 40 seconds is the time of the goal. And Nicky Plattenauer, 22 years old, who came here from Bristol Rovers, following the manager Bobby Gould, is the scorer. There are three the other way for Coventry. And Bennett may go again. And Gibson! Off the post and in! By little Terry Gibson. 2-0 to Coventry. Roberts... Bennett. Takes on Hansen this time, he gets round again, although Bennett has actually taken the outside route against Kennedy and Hansen, and he's profited from it several times he forced a corner there which Jim will take and Bamber is forward Gibson shot and number three Bravula stands and wonders what's happened here. And what has happened is that Liverpool are three goals down. And Gibson has beaten Neil. Is it on here for number four? Gin and Bamba to his right, and Gibson has completed a hat trick. What a marvellous day for Terry Gibson and for the supporters. the commentary from Spurs. Only five feet five, but when he beat Phil Neal there, he had two choices: does he pass to his right or
1: does he go on himself? He curled it round Romelu, in off the post. <laughs> about that—that that, that brings back some memories, doesn't it, um, CJ? Do you like that? Yeah, it's good.
4: That some great <laughs> memories. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was I like there. That. I was there that day. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that because I was there that day, and uh, as we know, we got a picture with Terry Gibson afterwards as well, which is um, which was good. Yeah.
1: Well, and um, and Rich, did you like that one? That's good, isn't
0: it? Yeah, I think you know, just watching it, you remember, and from the you know some of these guys that have managed to speak to, you, forget all those big characters sometimes that we've had. We've had so many. Big names and like I say big characters with you know all these great stories to tell. We've been kind of spoiled over the years a little bit. Now, yeah,
4: I was, I was going to ask Rich, uh, I was going to ask Rich, um, yeah. obviously, Bobby Gould was the manager then. Did did he go into the reasons why he quit, uh, at QPI in the dressing room at that time? You know, when he you spoke to him, Bobby Gould. He
0: did, yes, he, he um. He he spoke about because obviously the you know, I spoke to Brian Richardson as well, which was one that to be honest, when I got this chance, I thought you know, that's a bit of a controversial one with as well with a few. But I thought, well, if you want to know about Coventry in the '90s, no matter what's happened, he was there. Yeah. You know, I can a good guy to you know someone to talk to. Um, yeah. you know, he said that it was a story about Peter and Love being kind of sold, which obviously didn't happen. But then Bobby oh. said that it was actually... Um, he said that before the QPR game, that quite a few players had asked him if they could stay out in London afterwards instead of coming oh. home uh, with the on, the on the bus, on the, the club, yeah. you know, with the rest of the club. And um, I think he'd kind of said, yes, the, these players could kind of stay out afterwards. And then he said, obviously, we we'll then go and get Thrash 5-1. And he's, he's kind of looked himself oh. in the mirror and thought, he kind of saw that as... Their mind was out there, I think, and that he lost a little bit of the control. You know, he said he was going to get back on the bus with five, you know, five players, and we just lost five-one. So he said that was kind of the reason behind it. Oh. Which, you know, and but then, from all accounts, but with Bobby, it sounds like he's very a very emotional kind of guy. So if he's yeah. made this decision, he's made his decision.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Listen, we've got a couple of comments coming. We've got our Watford guest sitting in the background, which we will get on very shortly in about uh, five ten minutes' time. Um, so, Sky Blue Hub, um, was there any player or staff member you couldn't get to speak to that you really, really wanted to speak to?
0: I think there was only one or two that I that I didn't manage to get that I really would have liked to. Um Phil Neal. It was the only one of the managers from that time that I didn't manage to speak to. Um, it, he was one of them. I did get. I got a message. Managed to get a message to him, um, but he just he came back and said you no. Know, he wasn't really interested in talking about Coventry. Um, you know, he was very perfectly polite about it. it wasn't You know, it wasn't uh, any problem. So, so he uh, he was one the the manager that I did not manage to get. And from the players, uh, Gary McAllister was the big one that uh, you know that I didn't get with him i managed to get to his agent but didn't get beyond his agent i think it's one of those where if i would got a message directly to him i think he probably would have done it if and, he, and if he'd known that you know cordless Strachan's done it oggy Dion, you know all these other yeah. guys but i just could never get to him you know as much as i tried but but apart from that that was about it really i think the rest were the the ones that i've managed to get um like they went way beyond what i was expecting to, to get peter and love and robbie Keane and these guys i just didn't ever think i would so. Mm. so yeah there was one or two but i was i was really happy with who i you know and, uh, who i ended up getting
1: there's uh, a volume two there you could get the people that you couldn't get hold of volume two don't um, get going
0: the on the phone
1: that's it yeah um <laughs> Mark smith put, uh, what what was your favorite game of of those days when you were watching um, way back
0: i think the two the, the one that as soon as you said that that just came straight to mind was the arsenal 3-2 on boxing day uh at, Keane. Up a yeah. row with robert Keane scoring when russell yeah. completely bullied adams and keo um yeah i managed to speak to ray clark as well sorry just going to start off of there the scout who found russell and he said after that game he had the chief scout of arsenal on the phone saying my boss wants to know where did you get him from because they wanted to have a have a look at him um, yeah. but then also from that same season i think one that just edges it was when we beat villa 2-1 at highfield road in that season where robbie Keane, um keen and russell were fantastic again uh, and it looked, like, I think at the time it looked like Joe and Gregory was going to get the sack. And he, I don't think he, yeah. I think he, I think, he I, I
4: think I remember the fans singing, You're going to get the sack in the morning. Yeah, I think he, uh, he wouldn't.
0: I think. <laughs> was, but I remember that was the big thing. And, you know, Robbie Keane spoke about that as well, that there was a lot of focus on that Villa would go to kind of five and a half million to sign Keane in the summer, but it wouldn't go to six million. And then he's come in and he scored, you know, scored against them. And yeah, I think that one. Me was probably the one that just sticks out above the rest.
3: Mm. He celebrated right in front go. of Gregory,
2: didn't he? Um, he, did, yeah. Did he? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I remember as well that, uh, well, that the, the Roussel goal was my favorite ever goal, mm. where Chippo sent it out wide, Keane put the ball in, and then that bullet header at the near post. Yeah, that really simple it. goal. It was my favorite ever goal, well, yeah. 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 I yeah, no, love that night. No, no. night.
0: Night game. It was on Sky, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think, it great.
2: Didn't Dublin score, life, did Dublin
3: score? Did Dublin
1: score a
4: header
0: as well? Yeah, I think it was Dublin who scored. I think he did,
1: think you did yeah. actually, yeah. 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 Now, um, I know you got to go in a minute, Rich, but, uh, but what we're going to do, one more spot the ball for everyone to have a little look at and then we're going to bring in uh, our Watford fans. But before we do, uh, Rich, are you going Saturday?
0: I can't, mate. I can't this yeah, Saturday, no. I've, I've kind of... I've, a bit out of the loop this season, to be honest, but I'll, I'll be back in shortly. Um, yeah. Hopefully, I'll be able to get down to this new shop and get my shirt as well at some point, as I didn't pre-order.
3: Yeah. <laughs> fantastic.
0: But fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, it looks great. Hopefully, we'll get the book in there as well at some point. Yeah, it'll yeah, be nice.
3: Yeah. Be good.
1: And, and where can people get your book from, please, Rich, so everyone can go online now and order it?
0: Uh, Amazon's probably your best bet at the minute Uh, Like I said, we've been talking about getting it in the club shop as well Hopefully it'll be there at some point But probably Amazon's your your best bet Probably your cheapest bet as well It's a few quid cheaper on there Um, But yeah, thanks for having me on And thanks to everyone who's shown any kind of interest in in the book so far It's it's gone a bit crazy really I kind of started writing it just for myself And it's just taken on a bit of a life of its own
1: and uh, yeah. have have you got us a copy so we can give one away as a yeah, prize later can, on? Yeah, yeah, Brilliant, love it, love it, lovely well, stuff. I'll t- tell
4: you what. I'll tell you what. We'll let, we'll let Rich uh, give us a question, shall we? Rich, can you give us a question oh. um, for for somebody to win the book? Give give us a Coventry City related yeah. question.
0: Let's have a think. Okay, um, yeah. let me think. Uh, well, at the. Uh There is a Coventry City player who I believe was the last player to score a league hat trick at Highbury. Who was that player? Coventry City oh, okay. player
1: to last score a
0: hat trick, yeah, a league hat trick at Highbury. It was on the uh, on a, uh, the opening day of one of the uh, Premier I'm League there. seasons. The Coventry. <laughs> And this guy was very proud to tell me that he said he was the first player for however many years to score a league hat-trick against Arsenal at Highbury. And he said he was the last as well because they knocked the ground down
1: afterwards. So he was very proud of that. Yeah. okay. good question. I know the the answer to that. The last player to score a hat-trick at Highbury? Wow. Okay. love it. Mm. I love it. Absolutely brilliant. Superb. Well, thanks again, Rich. Thanks for coming on, mate. Absolutely superb. Thank you very much. And um, good luck with the book. And Thank uh, you. you know, if, if if you write another one, we'll get you on again.
0: Brilliant. Thanks, guys. Cheers, mate. Cheers,
1: Thank really. You. Thanks very much, mate. Bye. Uh, Cheers, pal. Right. So quickly, we got we got a couple of Watford fans in the wings, ready to come on. Uh, spot the ball. Here we go. There Number we nine. go. Spot the ball. <laughs> give us give, give us your numbers. Get get in the draw for tonight. Um, and. Um, you can win yourself uh, three prizes now, three um, SkyBree Fans TV merch. And uh, just all you got to do is pick your number. You're only allowed one number. You can't change your minds. You can only pick one number. And I want um, to be per can... that's it. And then the question that uh, Rich has just given us uh, which COV player is the last person to score a hat trick at Highbury? Um, if you can email us, please. Um, at info at skybluefans.tv.co.uk. Don't put your answers on the chat here because we won't be able to keep track of who, who you are. Um, and I'm I'm solo tonight, so I'm trying to juggle everything at once. So uh, it's, um, it's there's loads of there's loads of people coming in here and telling us um, who scored that. But if you can email us, please, that would be great. At um, info at tv dot co dot uk if you could email that over the answer to the question uh which is cov, uh, which cov player was the last person to score a hat-trick at hybrid so you can send that over info at scribbly fans tv dot co dot uk and um, we'll get right we'll give, we'll give a week, i'll give them a week to do that and so
4: we've got we'll, we'll do the draw next thursday
1: yeah next thursday brilliant uh, stuff yeah next thursday yeah super superb- lovely job now listen cj uh now We've got some Watford fans coming on, so please jump in, ask anything you like, yeah? Let's get you in. And then in a minute, when we've had them on, we'll come and have a little chat with you about the season so far. Also about what your feelings are, how where we're going to go and, and you know, is it really positive this season? So uh, we, we'll get you in have a little chat about that very shortly. Uh, let's get uh, two Watford guests on. Uh, we have got Justin. Good evening, Justin. Hello. How are you? How are you? All right, mate. Not too bad. Not too bad. I, I didn't know we we're having two on. This is great. And uh, we got Carl James. Uh, how are you, mate? You alright?
6: I'm good, mate. I'm good. Yeah, all good. Thank you. Good.
1: Now, did you just see spot the ball?
6: Yeah, we did. I'm, <laughs> that. I'm having that. We're having that on ours now. Thanks for that.
3: <laughs> I'm having
6: that idea.
3: Look out on our social
6: media next week. It's going to be spot the balls on there. Fantastic. Love
1: it. Spot the balls. <laughs>
6: Yes,
1: so uh, That's slightly different. Yeah, we
6: won't go into that now, though. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, can you pick a number? Do you think? So, uh, say
6: it again? Yeah, let me have a quick look. Oh, again. I, yeah, go on. I was tempted by yeah. 11. Yeah, 11 for me. You again? Yeah, I think because 11 and, and one are so grouply close together, it's one of them. I'll go with one.
1: So, Carl says 11, Justin says number one. Okay, yeah. lovely, job, yeah. Have it. Uh, let's get our. Uh, Let's back up. There we go. So, guys, th- thanks for coming on. Um, I just want to say um, you've still got the same manager at the start of the season.
3: <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> far. You know what?
6: Yeah, every podcast <laughs> we go on, that is the first thing that everybody mentions managers. Yeah, we have. Yeah, but who knows?
7: We've got we've got a bone to pick with you though. What did you guys do to us at Wembley? We were yeah. rooting for you.
3: You've let oh, you let us write no, no. down with that
6: one. Coventry Don't fans
3: we were, one, sleep, we were very,
4: probably. very close, very close. Yeah. And when it gets down to penalties, it's always pot luck, isn't it? Potluck, unfortunately. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, we
7: yeah, well there was a there was a, a, a big uh, portion of the town that were Coventry fans that day. So yeah, we we <laughs> felt that with you guys. We did.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it's heartbreak.
1: Sad, it? Yeah, absolute heartbreak. But um I mean I've have um have you guys ever have I can't I can't remember off the top of me a bit, have you guys ever had to go go through that where you've had heartbreak, penalty shootout, um you know, in in in, in a final the, or anything?
7: The worst the worst one for me would uh was Kevin Phillips, our old player playing for Crystal Palace, scored a penalty in the last couple of minutes in a in a playoff final. Yeah. That was yeah. that was a tough one to take, yeah.
3: Mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and Hol- and and, and Holloway
7: sp- Holloway was their manager, which didn't help either. Oh
1: right, yeah. <laughs> 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 now listen, how's your how's your see how how's your season going, lads? I mean, last time we spoke last season, I think you had three managers, um, and it was all like up in the air. With just beating you one nil at your ground, um, I mean, how's it going for you? Do you think so far?
6: Well. Scoring-wise, not very good, because we scored four in um, the first half of our first match. 4-0 up at half-time, we're thinking, this is going to be a good season. Yes. I haven't scored a goal since. Um, and we've won one, drawn one and lost two. So, yeah, not very good, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know if you feel any different to that, do you, Carl? No, it's... Um, it-
7: you know, the only the only positive is that we've still got the same manager that we started with, I guess, is is probably the, the one to go for. Um we're we're at the, the the transfer window today, uh and it's looking like we've been let down by the owners yet again in terms of recruitment in, in trying to back a manager. So uh yeah, it, it's it's gonna be a long hard slug. We we know that. We're um I, I was saying to on our podcast that this is the first season since obviously coming down from the Premier League, that we properly feel and look like a, a bang average championship side now. There's not really any players in that in that squad that you'd kind of pick out and go, you know, they're, they're too good for the championship. Maybe Imran loser probably stands out, um, but he, he's got his own disciplinary issues at the club at the moment. So, uh, look, it's, it's early days. Um, you can't be too downhearted at the moment, but yeah, it, it's... Um, it, it's a not the best of starts, shall we
1: say? So, so you, you're you're going through at the moment what we've been through for years is mm. by not signing any players. All of a sudden, we're splashing the cash, and teams like Watford are, are, are just stuttering a little bit. Is there yeah. a, is there any news of any news of anyone coming in tonight and tomorrow because uh, the window shut tomorrow?
7: Y- yeah, it's all, it's all rumor mill stuff. Uh, Keenan Davis that we had on loan from Aston Villa last season. I mean, didn't set yeah, I know didn't set the world on light. He he's apparently about to join Udinese, who's obviously our parent club in, in Italy. Um so there's mm. there's a strong link there in, in terms that we might get him back on loan. Um but he, as I say, he didn't he didn't do too much last season. But apart from that, it's all players we're linked with, um, you know, p- players you never heard of. Um so yeah, there's not not too much happening in the in, in terms of the in terms of the transfers at the moment
1: and and what about your style of play because we we're, we're going through a transition phase at the moment um like nine or 10 players out 11 players in um mm. so our our players are just starting to get to to know each other uh, you can see what we're trying to do on the pitch when you're watching it um is, are you still playing the same sort of nice football or are you starting to hoof it or, or are you still playing the same that you always have done uh
6: it's not it's not hoofing it's a little bit more direct um, and a little bit more fast pace. It's playing out from the back a lot more. He's getting Daniel Backman, our goalkeeper, to start playing out and be almost like a sweeper. Not his natural position. He is going to get caught out on that this season. Many if he's going to continue doing that, you're going to see goals going in as he's trying to play out from the back. Um, you know, as I say, the first half of the first uh match, you'd have thought, okay, this is a whole new way of playing. I like this. High tempo, high press. Um, but that hasn't been sort of carried forward in the other matches as much. So, it's um, it's not quite as ponderous as we're used to. There is a little bit more zip and a little bit more urgency, but, you know, um, not scoring goals is telling its own story, really.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I think if you haven't got a striker it's banging in 20, 25 goals a season, I think any club in this league, especially this season, is really going to struggle because I think yeah. it's uh, there's only five teams in this league this season that have never played in the Premiership. So you could call it a mini Premier League this year, really, to be honest with you. Uh, I mean, going into Saturday, uh, you guys coming up?
7: Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm up there. Uh, I go home the way. So yeah, we're, we're, we're making the short journey to Coventry from Watford. Um, yeah, looking forward. I was there there last season as well with the, the, the two-all draw, which was a, a special game. Um, but yeah, looking forward to it. it, it it's a, Tough game, I think. I think you've you've got your own um, challenges in in trying to replace players that were you know creating chances for you last season. Um, and, and we're very much similar. You know, goals have not not been free flowing so far. So it's um, it, I really can't call it actually. I, I really uh, was talking to someone today. It could be nil nil for for all I know, but it could be four all. It, it, it really is going to be uh, one of those games. I think on Saturday.
1: Yeah I think I think the lads above, uh, above you here old Ken and, and CJ admit that Saturday against Sunderland it was a, like it was like a game of chess it was like we mm. we are trying to sort of suss each other's out and no one could get a, a real good shot away no one could get a real clean cut chance no one really tested the keeper so um, do you think it's going to go that sort of way do you think both teams are going to be a little bit cagey and it could be right. it could end up being a nil nil
7: it's very cliche, but I think the first fifteen minutes are, are, are really important in that game. Um, whoever gets mm. the first goal, the other team's then got to go and got to go and chase. Um, not our strongest point in, in terms of you know trying to chase a game. Uh, once, generally speaking, when we get in front, we you know we, we'll stay in the game at least. But I think when we've got to go and chase the game from from an early early point of view, because the the, the two wing backs bomb forward. Um and if you've got if you've got anything about you in the midfield, which we know Coventry have, they'll 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 get in behind on on those flanks. so yeah it it's it could be like you said, uh, I've watched the highlights of the Sunday game for, for you guys. It could be very much a, a bit of a chess game again just till we till we figure each other out.
1: yeah, and J- Justin, is there anyone that we really need to be careful of this season going into this game on Saturday because obviously, You know, you've you've had a few comings and goings. Who's who's the main threat for us this weekend? Who have we really got to look out for? Um, Well, Imran Loser, as
6: uh, Carl mentioned earlier, he's quite creative and can be a danger. A young lad called Yasser Espria can also surprise you. He's um, a a little Colombian lad, and he he does look as if he could be a bit of a handful sometimes. Um, Not sure about our new striker yet, whose name I still haven't bothered learning. Um... Rich, Richard Richovic. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, he, he came <laughs> you. On for, thank you. Yes. He came on for a few minutes at the end of uh, the last match and put himself a bit, but didn't look particularly dangerous. But that might have just been because it was his debut. So I would look out for loser and a spree for sure. Um I think they're probably going to. I think mate. one one to
7: mention if he does start, because he's at, had he's at a few minutes now. Um, Tom Ince, who's a proper shit house in the championship he's going to fall over when it whatever chance he gets so yeah he's uh he's one to watch probably as well if he starts
2: yeah 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 i mean for, he, for he us, seemed think... to um t- sorry he seemed to change things the other night when you uh, i can't remember who you were playing now your Blackburn. last game uh yeah, yeah he yeah. did yeah, that it, he yeah. yeah. Beat, when he came off the bench it instantly st- it, it kind of took you that Five ten yards further forward than where he would have been before he's on the pitch. Yeah, and that, I, I thought he was.
7: I thought he looked really good. That's the issue we've had he, because he hasn't really had a. From what we understand, he hasn't really had a, a decent preseason. Um, didn't see see much of him at all. So I think he's he's obviously had his own injury issues, but he's a player that will get forward, and he allows. As I was saying before, he allows the the, the wing backs if they do press he's going to be further up the field in front of them, where at the moment we've got a guy called Ken Semmer who will drop into the midfield and just leave that, that that big ton of space. So, for, for me, it'd be nice to see um, to, for Inch to start. But again, I don't know his, his sort of injury situation currently.
1: Yeah, and uh, going into Saturday's game, we'll, we'll get some score predictions now. Uh, Ken, we'll start with you, mate. Um, scores for Saturday? Uh, yeah
4: i think it's going to be a tight game again um i think there will be goals um hopefully <laughs> <We don't laughs> but, um I think we'll squeeze it i think well, i'm gonna go for two one two one cough yeah um i think i think we we will win but it will be tight
1: yeah and uh what about you justin what are you going for this week
6: Well, we're due a goal, uh, I think, after not having won for so long. If I may join Ken, I'll go for 2 1 Coventry, actually. Uh, I'm not confident of a win. Yeah, I'm not confident of a win, mainly because it hasn't happened um, for quite a while. Um, So, yeah, I'll go for a, a 2 1 as well.
1: And CJ? I'm not as confident.
2: That
1: we're going to see that many goals, I think it would be. I think be one 0 to us. Ooh, one, one
7: nil. nil. Okay. And um, Carl. Well, I'm I'm going to go and get splinters now, so I'm not allowed to <laughs> predict this on our podcast, which is another story altogether. But <clears> I'm <throat> going to go. <throat> I, <laughs> I'm going to go for uh, a one-all draw. Okay.
1: Yeah. 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 I I I think it's going to be much and much the same as Sunderland, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm going for a nil nil. I never sit on oh, the nil-nil. No, 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 no. Yeah, I just got a <laughs> funny foot. We're still trying. We're still trying to find our feet. I I just think that mm. um, with so many changes we've had, we're going through a real transition stage now, and we've got to try and build again. So you know, like you said, Carl, we had such great playmakers in the middle with Hamer. He's now gone to Sheffield. We've lost Victor, so we're, we're trying to find. Robbins is still trying to find his first best eleven. So he's always swapping and changing the strikers. I could probably see um, Haji, who's absolutely rapid. So I don't know what your defence is like at pace, but if Haji starts, I think um, you're probably going to, if you haven't got a lot of pace at the back, I think you're going to struggle with Haji this weekend because he is absolutely lightning. I don't know if you've seen a couple of his snippets and uh, if you watch the Leicester game, he comes straight on off the bench. Yeah, he's done well, didn't he? Uh, Yeah, and... um, you know, he's won us a penalty at Wimbledon. Even though we got knocked out by Wimbledon, <laughs> we never have any luck in the Carabao Cup. It's a oh, no we no, no. We're,
7: we're, we're first rounders. We, we we love going out the first round. Mickey Mouse Cup yeah. is that's what we all say. Yeah, so. <laughs>
4: they did well. They did well last night, though Wimbledon, didn't they? They're very lucky against Chelsea.
7: Yeah, lucky against Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. they did. Yeah, they were. yeah. Can I? I'll ask you guys a question if I, if I can. How's um? Yeah, Sims settled can. in? From uh, the young boy who's coming from Everton, big big price tag on his yeah. on his shoulders. Yeah. How, how's he settled in?
4: Well, he, go
1: on, Ken. He, I'll he let probably, you go with that one.
4: Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's 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 struggling to start. He needs a goal for his confidence. He, in in the friendlies we've had pre season, he didn't look too bad, but he, he hasn't scored yet. Uh, he missed a couple of probably easy chances that he should have scored with in in, in the league so far, but he hasn't quite got a goal, but. He's only—I say—he's only a young lad. He will get there. He's a good player, and I think he's a confidence player. And I think once he gets one goal, he'll he'll go on and get a well, few more. Don't, so... don't
7: worry, Ken, because Watford are coming to town on Saturday, so we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll give it—we'll give him plenty of opportunity. I can assure you. Yeah.
4: It's just just happened to get the first goal. I think and get that off his shoulders. and I think he'll be okay. But, it's hard, isn't it? It's
7: hard yeah, for it, players. It's hard for players when they, especially yeah. when they come in with a price tag, and you know he's—he yeah. he wasn't first choice at Everton for for too no, long, yeah. so. He's got to find his feet, I guess. But yeah, no, I, I, I think I, I will say this while I'm on here. I think Coventry story, especially last season, despite the, the obviously how it ended, it's an amazing achievement from where you've come from. You know, at the beginning of that season, you didn't even have a pitch. All the stuff, no, exactly, all the off, yeah. all the off the field yeah. um, bits and bobs. It's that you know? And it is. It's really Coventry's a big club. You know, massive fan base. It's nice to see the Rico full. Um, yeah. Which you know you've you've taken abuse for even from me when I've gone up there, <laughs> and it's half empty. But yeah, no fair, fair yeah. place, you guys. I, you know, I hope um, you know. I'd much rather have you been in the Premier League, you know, ready to go with your your big shiny stadium than tin pot Rovers who have, who have beaten you to it. But hey, ho yeah. yeah,
1: it's one of
3: those.
1: Yeah. Are you bring, are you CJ, bring, are you
4: bringing many fans? With you? We've
7: you, we've, we've sold our I'm allocation. Sorry. We've sold our allocation. Yeah, we're oh, sold yeah. out. So I think it's 3,000 off the top of my head.
4: Oh, that'd be good then. It'd be a good atmosphere then. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: And uh, CJ, Sorry, come to on. you about Ellis, Ellis Sims, CJ. <coughs> uh, what, what do you make to your start after Carl asking it?
2: He hasn't set the world alight. He got a lot of pelters for uh, Leicester. The game there. Mm. The thing is, I, I, he was getting he was getting double marked. Basically, as soon as as soon as the ball went remotely near, and we had two men like within within the yard of him, um, so he found it very difficult. Um, so, I, I think at the end of the day, he's only twenty one, isn't he? Um, yeah, yeah. That that's how you know he's is quite he's still is still developing as a player, really. Um, so. I think we do need to give him but we need to put the put the price tag kind of to one side really. Um see that he, I think I think he's somebody that potentially we need to look at his contract to think, you know what, obviously we don't want to be going down two, three years and <laughs> still waiting for him to score, don't get me wrong, but I do think we need to be looking at that and thinking we need to we do need to develop him still. I think he's probably still a little bit raw. Um and I mean he did all right at Sunderland, didn't he? And
4: um, yeah he did I mean he, he didn't
2: did. look he didn't look massively out of place when he was playing for Everton last season as well, so mm. he scored a good goal against chelsea very 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 similar goal to what gokarez would score actually that Chelsea goal, so mm. yeah kind of from 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 kind of the left hand side and shot across the keeper you know we, we saw that quite a lot so um mm. or remarkably though d- despite how many goals he scored, most of them went what didn't they? But, um, <laughs> you know, but, but which is which is which is mad, really, because you oh, know, be how, how many goals he actually scored. yeah, yeah. But do you know what I mean? So, it, there, I think there's a lot that you know, there's a lot of talent there, and um, there's a lot to work with. He's you know, he's not a small lad, is he? Um, so, he's got that on his side as well. And, um, mm. yeah, I do, I really want him to do well. I really, really, really do want him to come good, and I, I think he will, but. He needs, you know, he needs the time to
1: do
3: it. And it's
2: where yeah, I mean, we can give think, him that time. Um, this
1: is the problem. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, th- I think, like you've you've said, Carl, I think the price tag on such a young, young um, shoulders, you know, that, that he has got, I think is absolutely huge. And when you look at it, I think that you've got to, like, any, as I said, we're going through this transition stage. We're, we're trying to change the way we play because we haven't got Big Vic, we haven't got Hamer. I think that um, the young lad. I think he. I think I think he will come good. You've seen it in pre-season. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a couple of you know situations at MK Dons. I know it was MK Dons are in League Two, but still he, he still ha- he can only beat who you've got in front of you, and he still had to get the shots away. And when he did, he, he was hitting it first time, and it was going in. Yet in, in since he started in the league, it's sort of like as if he's gone sh- scared like, a, mm. you know, rabbit in the headlights. It, it's like yeah. Pressure's got a little bit too much, but maybe he's just got to settle into Coventry or surrounding areas if he's moved to Leamington or Kenilworth or wherever. And I think once he settles in and he starts mixing with the players and they start getting the bond like we've been used to getting, mm. I think he'll, he'll come good. He will come good. He, he's a Is he's a quality? There's quality in there. And, you know, it's, it's for you to ask the question, I think shows that, you, you, you guys believe that he has got quality in there because otherwise you wouldn't have brought the question up. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: I think uh, he, and,
1: he, he, and he Coventry,
7: good. Coventry wouldn't have paid the money if there wasn't quality there. You know, um, no. there is obviously something. No. Like that. I mean, we had a player you're remembering called Andre Gray that we spent eighteen and a half million pound on, um, and that mm. that I mean that gives Justin nightmares. Still, that, that still not. Um, I think we worked out it was a. Um, I can't remember the
6: figure now, but per goal it was something ridiculous. He cost us um, yeah, it was one point five million per goal or something. Per and goal. If, you, if you add on to that yeah. the uh, the wages that he had, as well as the signing, the you know, the fee and the wages, it was close to thirty million. Absolute mm. waste. Do not start me on Andre. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the <laughs> <a> difference. <laughs> yeah,
7: but my, my point is that's the difference between the Premier League. You know, you can go and have maybe ten of those players in your squad. Where you've you've paid decent money, this, this kid's got a lot to prove. You know, a lot to prove to himself as well. The price tag that he can, that he can cut it, and it's you know, it, like you just said, he's young. It's just it's uh it, he's got the whole his whole career ahead of him. So um, I'm I'm sure he'll 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 snap into it at this level. I just hope he doesn't start on Saturday. That's my <laughs> only.
3: That's
7: my we only do. thing. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, but yeah. I funny agree. that. Isn't no, we, we got we got a comment on it, which is from Wayne Vaughan. Uh, he's put a comment up saying that um, Vic started off slowly, coming on loan from um, Brighton after being six-month loan at, at, um, at Swansea. He came in in the January, he started off slowly. And look how that worked out. We signed him for a million. Mark Robbins and AD worked their miracles on him and he become a 20 million, well, 23 million euro striker. Yeah. So, and, and anything can happen Anything can happen Now listen lads We've got, we've got to crack on So just want to yeah. say Big thank you for coming on tonight Thank you so much guys Absolutely superb And um, well You know If you're around Saturday uh, We'll be outside The new club shop Saturday live stream If you want to come and grab us Have, have a you chat, got Have you man. got your
7: shirts yet? I, I hear you've
3: got
1: Problems um, with your shirts No 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 up.
4: No <laughs> <laughs> No <laughs> I've got mine tonight. I've got mine
7: tonight. Oh well, well done. Good stuff. Yeah, all right. Well, yeah, I'm I'm up there, so um I'll be having a wander around.
1: So yeah, if I see I'll come and say hello. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Lovely stuff. Cheers, guys. Thanks again. One, guys. And, uh, we'll we'll come on yours if you need us. Pleasure. Yeah, lovely.
7: Cheers, guys. Thanks a lot.
1: See ya. Cheers.
6: Ta-da.
1: Right. So um let's crack on. Uh spot the ball. Uh, before we carry on and we get some views off CJ and some photos from the club shop and everything Uh, because we're running slightly behind tonight. There you are. Spot the ball. Give us your number. Uh, I will say there's been a couple of right guesses so far. Uh, So there is a few people in the prize draw. So we do have a winner tonight which we didn't get one last week. So we have got a winner tonight. Give us a spot the ball. Where is it? Is it number one? Is it 14? Is it number 10? Whatever. Just give us a shout. Get get your guesses in, and you could win a prize this evening. Um, Ken, I've been asked by—I've got to find it. Where is it? I love this. Where's it gone? Anne, yeah. old CJ's gran- grandmother. Only mm. <laughs> joking, Anne. Only joking. Only joking, Anne. You're lovely. I love your loads. Uh, is Ken sitting in a coal bunker?
4: I don't... <laughs> I'll tell you where I am. I'm outside the stadium and it's gone very dark. I'm at the CBS. You do know you've got a light. I've got a light on in the car, believe it or not. There's a light on in the car, believe it or not. You can see me a little bit better now, probably. Uh, But it's gone dark. Obviously, I'm outside the stadium. I've done a bit of a a video in the club shop uh, this evening, which we'll see in in it very shortly. Uh, And obviously, I didn't have time to get back home. So I've had to do the show from outside the stadium. I'm now sitting in my car. It's uh, not very professional,
1: Ken. It's not very professional. Professional. Remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, professional. Uh, So, um, to do with the kits, let's have a look. CJ, you say you got your kit, yeah?
2: Yeah, yeah. Have you not got yours yet,
3: Mark?
1: No, because I ordered mine with the away shirt and a pair of shorts from the holiday and they won't send my shirt until the away shirt comes in, which is absolutely bollocks i'm gonna yeah, say that tonight I don't it's care.
2: ridiculous really isn't it's it pathetic.
1: absolutely pathetic uh and i can't get a refund because i paid with a voucher so there's no point in me going to buy the shirt because they early only me a voucher so there's no point in me cancelling it to go and buy one i can wait anyway listen we've waited since bloody june for it i'm sure we can wait till i mean my mate robin he ordered his on day one he still ain't had his so uh he's watching tonight right, good evening robin um, commentary, commentary, city home kit will not be available initially in the new superstore. Well, it is actually, it's in there tonight. <laughs> ah, so it is in there. You, you, Ken's bought it, isn't he? Ken? Ken, he's gone quiet on us again. Anyway, CJ, have heard of rather
4: than
1: the aging superstar. CJ, what do you make to this season so far?
2: I'd love, I'd love to see us win. Um, we've been winning, um, but, I mean, what? There's only been one game so far. We haven't taken the lead in, and we haven't won yet. Um, so, yeah. Um, I mean, it's yeah. I, I, I think, I think to be honest with you, the the it's not just us. There's a lot of other teams in the league that have changed a lot of players. Um and it's been a case of finding not only a lot out about who you're playing against, it's about who you're playing with. Um and sometimes when that happens you know, the game could go either way. We saw that with the Leicester game. They had a they had a large amount of quality, um Jewsbury Hall in particular. And um, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day he he managed to do the business the me and he he kind of showed showed he is really a premier league player um but on another day we would have won that another day we would have won on the tuesday and that would have then meant oh no it's was wednesday wasn't it the wimbledon that would have meant that we could have had more game time for um, some of the uh, some of the 21s um kind of the you know that, that would, they would have been playing last night, possibly. I don't know. Well, I don't know. We we're playing Chelsea, so you, you, you don't know. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's been, it, it's it's not, I wouldn't necessarily say it's been a hard watch. I said, I thought some of the games have been. Um, I think the, the Swansea game in particular, that was a proper hard watch. Um, I mean, how that game got two goals, <laughs> two goals out of it, I don't know, really um it was yeah. <laughs> i don't think anybody got value for money that day really at the, at, the, at the entertainment um but yeah it will come and when it comes i can see us winning the next game and then the next game we'll get on a bit of a run and it, we, as i said there's a lot of players in that in that squad that are kind of still finding their feet in a new country um and that will eventually I, th- I think they will come good they will come good and when they come good the two you know the, the results will come
1: and who's shown for you so far who, who have you been most impressed with
2: we've not seen loads of him but sakamoto's look really good when he's come on um i think i mean eccles he's been I wouldn't even say he's put in a seven out of ten performance. I think every single performance has been an eight out eight out of ten. You know, he's he's been superb. Um, yeah. And you know, we're going to get a bit of a selection headache coming soon when O'Hare comes back in a month or so, probably a month six weeks. Um, yeah. And uh, Alan as well. You know, that, that's that's it's going to be a bit of a selection headache, isn't it?
1: And um, it's brilliant though. It's brilliant yeah. isn't it because we've yeah. never had a it's a good headache. problem to have
2: yeah it's a real yeah. good problem to have isn't it and you just look at the you look at the bench and compare it to previous seasons where you know that that's been that's where the the issues that we've had in the past have been most obvious when you look at the bench and you see, you see this three or four lads that were playing in the 21s you know a couple of days before but now we're sending those lads out on loan that would have been like the, the likes of Howley, Burroughs, you, you know, players like that, they would, they, they would have either been starting or, well, Burroughs started a fair few games last season, to be fair to him. Mm. So, but now he's mm. got, he was sent them out on loan because we've got the cover that we could, you know, that, 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 can, uh, that could play there we're, we're, again with Beckles. And the, Van Eywick is mm. just, he, he, you could see he's got a lot, he, there's a lot there, isn't there? Um, yeah. and again he, he he's still settling in and there's still a lot there there's there's not a lot to grumble about when it comes to him but he's going to just get better and better i think so yeah yeah
1: i think i think i think um i think he's settling quite well old van eric because he's been dancing in his new living room with his girlfriend so i think he's he's happy enough oh, really. but um, yeah. and yeah. i just want to say uh i've just had a message so so sky uh, sky blue hub uh, kenno thomas just told me Obviously, being live, I can't see any announcements. Uh, Kenny Thomas just told me uh, Miles, the club, had made an announcement five minutes ago. Lenny's correct; they've removed them moved move them from sale. Yeah, no problem. Thank you very much. Uh, sorry, Sky Blue, but it was. Uh, well, I, you know why that is? You know why that is, Miles? Why? Because we're talking but, about it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, they, you know they, they, they were trying to sell one that was in a big envelope with Miles writing on on the front of it, weren't they? So probably. Oh, mate. Oh, yeah. yeah! As
1: long as I get it before October, I don't care. Um, <laughs> I I I just make they start selling neon sign, neon now signs in the shop. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Well, like, Where do you get neon them from,
3: Miles?
1: Where now, you can get neon, can get neon, neon now. now yeah. One of our partners, yes. Yeah. Get you give them our yeah. code, yeah. and uh, you'll get a discount off them as well, ten percent off. Now listen quickly, spot Excellent. the ball, and we look at some club shop pictures. Here, spot the ball. Give us your numbers. You've got about another five, five minutes, ten minutes at tops. Uh put spot your ball. Tell us where it is. Is it number one, eleven, five, eight, seven, nine, whatever? Just give us your uh, give give us your number. I'll put it down on the list if it's correct. You go into the hat tonight and you could win uh three items of Sky Blue Fans TV merchandise. Right, so Ken has yes. been down the club's shop tonight. I'm still here um, now
3: darkness.
4: Yes.
1: Yep. Yeah. But first of all, I just want to say, I'm a Premier League member, right? And I didn't even get an email. Yeah, uh, no. I can't believe it, right? Otherwise, I would have been there tonight. I couldn't get, I didn't get an email. I, I think that's unbelievable. I'm not bitter. I'm just gutted because I should have got an email and I didn't get one. And I'm a Premier League member. And I think me and Ken, we bought our tickets day one when it was announced. Yeah, so
3: definitely. I'm very
1: disappointed with that. So shall we have a little look then? Um, I've got a couple of little video clips if you you're all right with it, CJ. we all like to show you some video clips? Uh where cool, yeah. is it? The club club shop opening wherever. Oh, here we go. So little club shop.
3: Round over here. Oh, go, oh, I don't know you're the queue, but don't worry about it. Come on. <laughs> it's easy, it's easy. It's easy you can get in there, there's lots of action
4: there. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this evening for what is the future of this football club under Doug's guidance. Many of you have seen lots of changes on the pitch, off the pitch, the actual pitch. You've seen more resource coming to the club. This is the new club superstore. It's what we need to drive things forward. You guys have been crying out for a bigger superstore for a long period of time as well. With Doug's investment, this has been able to happen and come to fruition. We've got lots more stock coming in as well. New lines coming in that will be coming in over the next few weeks, next few months. Thank you for your tremendous support. And now, over to the gaffer to do the special opening. (laughs)
1: There there you go. Now I I I think now I'm not blowing our own trumpet here, right? But I think we had a lot of say in this, Ken. Sky Blue Fans TV had a lot of say in this yeah. mega snore because we've been going to the games and we've been videoing different stores at different grounds. What do you think, CJ? Do you think we've had a little bit of an input here? <laughs> You'd like
2: to think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, we know he's seen the videos, so you know, yeah. <laughs> It'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Um, so I mean, a mega store—we've we, needed it. Let's bring up some pictures while we're talking about it. Um, CJ, is about time, isn't it, mate? It is, yeah. Um, I mean, I, t- it, it.
2: it <laughs> I know it was <laughs> ten years ago, but um, yeah, there, There's the boss with um, the with, boss. with with the. With Ken, yeah, he didn't give it, uh, he didn't yeah. give it any transfer and, info. No, um, yeah, I mean it, it. doesn't seem that long ago. It's probably I think it was ten years ago that we had a barrow, didn't <laughs> we, in Tesco's, and yeah. and I seem to remember some lads nicked it and took it down the wheat sheath. So, um, <laughs> so, but
3: yeah,
2: it just doesn't to, to see where we are now from that point. It's um, it's positive, isn't it? It's only positive things. and Just like little things like this, like these key rings and stuff like that. And is yeah. there, are they fridge magnets, Miles? Well, yeah, they are I'm surprised. That I'm stuck. Yes. You can tell, you can tell that, you know, that there's still some, well, you can tell you didn't get your invite because there's still some left. Um, so <laughs> you would have bought them all. So, yeah. i
4: have even got but, yeah, footballs just, in there. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just no, it, yeah. things like that. I mean, I'll always go on, go on, through, yeah. go on. It, it's it, it's like I say, it's just really good to see, isn't it? That, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, for me, for me, it's it's key for a club. I mean, when you go to, you know, when you go to Burnley's shop, Burnley's shop, I think for me yeah. and Bournemouth shop was fantastic last season uh, and the season before with Bournemouth. Their shops just showed you how a shop should be. And um, when you go into a shop, you want to be wowed by Coventry City merchandise or or your beloved football club. If you're bringing in if you're bringing in players from all around the world, they're going to bring fans from all around the world. You know, we were in the tavern last week, and there was um, we went in last Monday night, and there was a, ch- a Japanese family in there. They're all wearing Cov City shirts. Now, I would hope that that's because of of um, Sakamoto coming to the club. You need a store like this. You need a store where you can walk in, be wowed and say, oh, look at that mug. I'll have that. Oh, look at that LED sign. I'm going to have that. Look at that notepad. Look at them coasters. (coughs) Retro shirts. I'm going to buy all of those retro shirts. And all that revenue goes straight back into the club. And you think, this is what we need. You need to be able to go to a club shop on match day, walk in and walk out with something. We've been walking in our club shop, and all you've got is training gear and football shirts. That's it; nothing else to walk home with. And go, oh, I've got something new this week, you know. And that's we've been crying out for something like. This. For me, this is massive, isn't it? It really is massive, isn't it, CJ? It is. Yeah,
2: it's yeah.
1: I mean, it's it's
2: good. I'm I'm looking forward to sort of paying a visit and having a look. To be honest with you, it's um, mm. yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it really does look good, and. Yeah,
4: like I, say, in, it's yeah, I mean,
1: they has got, got changing rooms in there, Miles. You can try, try something on. Yeah, I've got the picture of the changing rooms, yeah. CJ. looks. yeah, so we can try our shirts on. Uh, there was a good turnout. So there, there you go. There's a good turnout. King of Shaves have got a little stand there as well. Um, <laughs> these posters, though, I think they've missed a trick with these posters. I think they should have got CCFC prints involved with these posters, apart from they've got a cl- uh, company from london involved who deal with all the big clubs i think that's a bit i don't know they, i mean that badge there's completely wrong there's no it's two tone but there's no um black on the elephant or, or on on the football or anything so that, that 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 badge is wrong completely straight away um fans don't want to buy something that's half hearted i think they should have what they should have done here i think is got hold of these people like ccsc prince uh, martin who does the kits you know the little mini kits in the frames
3: mm. we should
1: we should be approaching these
3: fans local that companies. are making
1: these yeah that are making these lovely items to sell in the shop because i think that they would sell and and you know it would just be lovely to keep it local it'd be nice to keep everything local as well there's the shirts that's probably mine there waiting to come out but it's not going to send it to end of september um there's uh I don't know who else ain't got one, but there's your shirt there, everyone, online. There's plenty of them there. Yeah, there, there's <laughs> your shirt. Yeah, it's used now. You better get discount. It's got fingerprints all over it. Um who else <laughs> we got? We got uh, Mark Harrington spent a fortune in there. <laughs> Mark Harrington spending his uh, inheritance. Uh, look, he's uh, going to get a refund. He's bought it tonight getting a refund on everything he's ordered online. Uh, no, do blame uh, him. Look, loads of shirts um there's one of the center stands i love the white shirt i think that's really good it's got hawaiian flowers i, I love that shirt um doug king again do you think that that that, that
2: that shirt well, seems like it's got a bit, it always makes me think of christmas that that white shirt i do really like no, it but it just
1: it's a it's hawaiian yeah yeah i mean I
3: the
2: just, white it just chain, i don't know it just seems good yeah it just seems to have like a uh, a Christmas feel to it but yeah that, look, yeah, I haven't really seen it close up I've seen it by got fans wearing it from a distance but yeah
3: yeah uh, well I
2: mean look at that got... like, with, the, with the, oh. the mannequin you know just basic stuff like that, with the mannequins in the middle and stuff like that it's um yeah it's just ba- it's just basics that they're kind of slowly getting right um, there's a few other things. There's yeah. obviously a few things that they need to get right because you should look like that mannequin right now. Um, Miles, uh, you've probably got the shorts I'm on and a diet, as well. Um, no, no mate, but, no, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, look. you know, we are on the right track. Yeah,
1: we are. This is normal everyday stuff for a football club, and we're getting excited about us having a big superstar. Wait. Right, okay.
2: Miles. wait until next season when we when we get promoted. Wait until next season. You go to Tottenham.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, I can't well, wait.
2: Honestly, that shop is like you, you walk round and you you got the stairs. There's another floor. It's like walking around IKEA. You could live, You could you, you could spend you could spend hours in there and you still mm, would see everything. It. It's, it's yeah, love
4: it. Uh, I, I went. I don't right. know if you've ever been to Barcelona, CJ. Barcelona's club shop is very you, similar. Many Not years three, ago, yeah. yeah. Yeah, three stores there now. Three floors, sorry. Mm. And I was there in the, in the summer and it was fantastic.
1: I, I I've been to Barcelona. I think it's bloody brilliant. As I say, I, mm. I love club shops. You should be able to walk in, walk out with something every single week. Oh, there's something new. I'm going to buy oh, it. Yeah. Something new, I'm going to buy it. Something new, going to buy it. I've got, mate, seriously, my fridge is going to fall over. Mm. <laughs> Right, right, you can get one
3: last
4: personalized magnets in there as well tonight I've already, um,
1: oh plan. I've already got one and will got it me at Burnley do you remember it's, from, it's the worst magnet on my fridge it's absolutely rubbish <laughs> right um spot the ball last chance come on get your guesses in what number is it is it number one is it number two is it number three is it number four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen or fourteen get your guesses in last chance we're about to wrap the show up so uh Get your last chance guesses in. We do have some correct answers tonight. Um, and we will be picking a winner very, very shortly. So Get a number in. Pick it now. It's your last chance. It's Sunderland's game last week. This is from Block 15. And uh, the answer will be coming very, very shortly. Uh, just to get a couple of questions. Uh, well, a couple of comments in before we um, uh, come off air tonight. A couple more answers coming in here. Is it number 13? Uh Trevor, and then we've got uh, Sky Blue Hub 11, uh, Alan Arkins uh, 12. Um, what's this one here? Sky Blue Hub says, "Design your own fridge magnet." Um, we live and die in these towns. Mister trip by pre-ordering one of uh, one, as opposed to just going into the shop and buying one for me. It's just been a farce this year with the kits. But look, mm-hmm. we're Cod fans. We buy it, we collect it, and that's it. And that's what we do. We we just do it. Uh, CJ uh, went in there uh, when I went went to, to a gig. Tottenham. It's huge. Yeah, it's Tottenham. Um, what else we have got here? Uh, we live in die. They're, they're these-
2: genuinely... Like, like you can yeah. imagine the size of the shop, like, for example, that, that we had before. I don't know whether they've actually... I'm guessing they've made the, that one a bit bigger, aren't they, basically, to make this superstar. But how big mm-hmm. that was before, that was like the baby section at Tottenham. Yeah, just for, just for your, your babies and your toddlers club, and then there was another bit probably bigger than that just for the NFL, and it, it, you know it was it's yeah it's huge, but yeah, but yeah we'll um, we'll be getting to that
1: I'll stage soon. We will, we will. Um, any rumours going around? No, Ken's asked. There was no 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 rumours going around. Um, Wayne Vaughan says, did you get your prize shirt, Ken? No, because you've you've asked for the away one, Wayne. So. Uh, we can't get you that yet, I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, what else we got here? Um, Luke Cart says the white shirt's are Hawaii 5 I love the white shirt. I think it's fantastic. Um, Pat Raybold was there tonight. Fair play she to us. So, she should, so she should be. She, sh- she should be there. Um, like it or not, merchandise brings in huge revenue. In five years' time, we will show. Uh, it will show, well, this will show. Uh, for it uh, and it will because you've only got to look how much your shirts make uh, <laughs> it, could pay, it could pay one player's wages for the year couldn't it so you know and, and that's what it's all about isn't it um, Alan Arkins says I think Eccles is a, a very good player but I don't think he's good enough for centre midfield automatic start Prefer Sheaf, Palmer and uh, uh, Ayari uh, in the middle Eccles is too timid and needs to work out in the gym He's very technical-minded there in the old echoes, I think I think he, he can fill in right... I mean, for such a young lad to be able to... The manager just to say to him, if we need him, like he did at Swansea, slot back into right-back, we're going to bring on such-and-such such into the yeah. middle. It's a fantastic option to have. Absolutely love it. Uh, Alan Arkin says automatic promotion this season. What do you reckon, CJ? Where do you think we're going to finish, mate? I can't. I,
2: I can't even predict at the moment. To be honest... I, Yeah, I mean, I I said at the start of the season, I thought I thought it'd be Leicester, Leeds, Southampton, really, just be you know that you know in some order in the top three, and the the one that finished will will win the playoffs. But um, yeah, I I wouldn't like to I wouldn't like to predict now after seeing the league. Well, after seeing a few games, because as I said, there's so many teams that have kind of changed. Change their squads and, and what have you, and it's there's still a lot you know, they're still settling down. A lot of the players are so. I'd like to say yeah. that we could improve and go one better, fourth, third, um, and win the playoffs, but um, yeah, I've, I've asked
1: me in about another three or four games. <laughs> Will do now. Listen, thanks for joining us tonight, CJ. We've come, we've, we've gone on a bit longer than we normally do because it's been a real good chat, and we had uh, Rich Chamberlain on the author of um. Uh, when the Sky Was Blue, you can get that book now. If you were watching early on, you can get his book on Amazon. Uh, when the Sky Was Blue, absolutely brilliant. Um, As I say, I've started uh, getting uh, Microsoft Word to read it to me, because I'm not the best at reading books. And it's an absolute cracker so far. I've got to about page 20 of 248. So it is really good. It's a real good insight. So it sales over to Amazon, get that on. It. It's a, and we got one up for grabs. And um, the question was, uh, going across the bottom of the screen, um, which Cov player was the last player to score a hat-trick at Highbury? Uh, if you get your answers into info at skybluefanstv.co.uk, that would be great. So, who, um, which Coventry player was the last person to score a hat-trick at Highbury? Uh, get your answers onto info at skybluefanstv.co.uk. I've just crushed a box of Rattler in my bar. Uh, (laughs) so I might have to crack them open in a bit Um, but before we go we have got a matter of spot the ball Um, here it is spot the ball so Ken you said number nine I said nine yeah and CJ said number ten okay and we're both Uh, wrong we do you are both wrong
3: we (laughs) do have
1: a couple of winners Uh, the answer is Number six. There it is. Number six. There's the ball. So you can see it. There's an arrow pointing to the ball. That was in block 15 from the weekend. Can you see it? Yeah. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah, it's just where the King of Shave sign is on the blue. That's why I chose yeah. it, because you can see it. So, yeah, number six. So, we do have two correct answers tonight. Oh. Okay. So So, we do have... Well, I'm just going to ask CJ. CJ, could you pick a number between one and two? (laughs) Well, number one, the winner of tonight is Mark Cunningham. Well done, Mark Cunningham. You have won Spot the Ball tonight. The other person that got it right, well done, uh, Liam Varney. Excellent stuff. So two correct answers tonight. If you... Mark Cunningham, if you can get us uh, your address details sent over to info at skybluefans.tv.co.uk. Uh, I'll get Ken to uh, send up, post them. Or if you're in Coventry, um, he might oh, even he drop them off to, your, to your house for you. Yeah. Or if you live in Leamington, I can drop them off to you as well. So if you live in Tenerife, I can drop them off to you. That's where <laughs> my <me> bar is. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, so well done, Mark. Congratulations. We'll have another spot the ball next week, and um, also, uh, oh yes, I did ask a quiz question earlier on, didn't I? Yeah. At the bottom, just a bit of fun. I think uh, I've got to remember what it was now. Do you remember what it was, CJ? Uh, hold on. It, it, was, was, it was, wasn't it? Um,
2: the the uh, the club that's not named after. a a place or something
1: like that yeah, name, name, name two clubs two. that don't have a, a district named after them uh, and that they play in the football league so the answer oh. is do you know Port anyone vale know Port Vale and Forest yes. Green Port Vale
3: Ooh. Forest Green. Port
1: Vale is one no Port, Port Vale is one Tranmere. no Crystal Palace uh, is it not a place called Crystal Palace? Oh, no. It's named after a building. So, this, this is why. So, Port Vale, okay, uh, Port Vale is named after uh, the Valley of the Ports of the Trent and Mersey Channel.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Crystal Palace, okay, it borders with Sydenham and Selhurst. But Crystal Palace is named after Crystal Palace, which was built in 1850 to 1851. Wow. A man of all knowledges lately, I tell you. That's why we're the number one live Sky Blue fan, Sky Blue channel, i tell you that's you know <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> and we're very professional. Very <laughs> listen, guys, shit. have you enjoyed it? Oh, he's in the coal shed. I'm not in the coal shed. Oh, yes, just, in the coal shed.
4: I'm just about to drive off now, actually, yes. So I should be... Uh, it's getting very dark where I am. Dark and dingy. Well, you're, off
1: to, you're on nights now, aren't you, can. You're off, off to work now.
4: now. Yeah, I'm off to work. So uh, just about to leave the CBS Arena car park.
1: <laughs> CJ, should we go and crack open a couple of beers? Because we're not working.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so not, have a uh, lovely...
1: So, thank you so much guys thanks for coming on a big thank you to to our um, Watford fans as well Uh, Justin and Carl also a big thank you to Rich Cunningham don't forget to get over to Amazon and get his book Uh, When the Sky Was Blue absolutely fantastic I can't wait to finish it off over the weekend so that's going to be really good I'll probably finish it off Sunday when I'm getting over my hangover for my 5-0 victory against Watford or was it nil-nil? I don't know. One of those, anyway. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, thank you so much for everyone watching tonight. So I couldn't get to all the messages. B- busy, busy, busy show. Um, thanks again. Uh, Mark will be back on Sunday. I will be back on Saturday with Ken outside the Superstore. We'll even go in the Superstore. Um, us, if we don't get told off. But we'll go in. We'll have a little look around. We'll have a chat with and some of the let customers. Let me in tonight, the staff, I... Yeah, so there you go. Happy days. Anyway, take care, everyone. Big play up Sky Blues, CJ.
4: Play up Sky Blues.
1: <laughs> Ken, play up Sky Blues. Play
4: up Sky Blues. Good night, everybody. Go on, City.
1: Good
3: night, everyone. <laughs>
0: Sky Blue Fans TV, for the fans, by the fans.